Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Baba the Popcorn. I'm Emily. And I'm Alessandra. And today, we are talking about two movies, um, The Lost City with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum, and uh, Uncharted with Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg, right? Yep, yep. Mark Wahlberg. I always get him and, and Matt Damon <laughs> confused. A little bit, just a little Bo- bit. Both are uh, Boston natives, so... Yep. They both have, like, similar haircuts. Um, all right. Which one what do I talk about first? Lost City? Yeah, I, I watched that one first. Okay, as did I. I watched it with, uh, with my mom. Because um, mm. I was uh, staying with her, and I was like, let's watch a movie, Mom. And she's like, okay. And I was like, I need to watch this for the podcast. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and so we watched it. Um... Cool. I I use that as an excuse so often. Like, <laughs> truly, I'll be like, I gotta watch this for the podcast, as if it's not my decision to watch it in the first place. Like, <laughs> it's kind of like the the royal we. Like, oh, I gotta watch this movie for the podcast. Like, oh, Emily made me do it. <laughs> don't have a choice. Alessandra's making me. <laughs> <laughs> we just blame each other um, yeah, for exactly. the choices we make. I mean, I actually wanted to see The Lost City in theaters, but just didn't get around to it. Um, oh, but same. It, yeah. Yeah. But it is currently on Prime Video for free with Prime. Um, but yeah, so uh, I guess. Quit. I'm going to read the the summary of this from, from yeah. IMDb because I feel Go like, ahead. you know, you like to read, you like to do the summaries. I think this is a really good little tagline here. Um, oh, good. Okay. A reclusive romance novelist on a book tour with her cover model gets swept up in a kidnapping attempt that lands them both in a cutthroat jungle adventure. Wow. That is the most, that is the most precise <laughs> summary ever. It that, really that, was. That sums up very, everything. Yes. And of course, Channing Tatum is the cover model. Um, and Sandra Bullock is the the romance novelist. I mean, what's there not to like about this movie? It truly was exactly what I wanted in a movie. I love Sandra Bullock. Um, Daniel Radcliffe played a hilarious, maniacal billionaire. Um, it just was so silly. And it was cute. Like, I really enjoyed it. It was really good. Like I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to. Um, I thought it was going to be a bit more like stupid, you know, like, like comedic, you know, how just very comedic movies can just kind of be ridiculous. Like I thought it was going to be a bit more like that, but it actually got pretty deep. Like we kind of learned that Sandra Bullock's character, um, was married and she lost her husband and they were both, Mm -hmm. um, they were both 
like historians or something or you know archaeologists or something yeah um and they would go on trips and do like archaeological digs together and find out about these lost cities these lost cultures that are just no longer around um and these ruins and things and she mostly wanted to write about that but it kind of seemed like no one would be interested in her books unless she kind of created this character who happens to be a treasure hunter or, you know, uh, go on or like goes on adventures and has a love interest. So like mm-hmm. in order to make people interested in the history that she's uncovered and the history and the culture that, you know, she's learned to come to love with um, along with her husband, she kind of had to do this. So like she didn't want to really be a romance novelist. Um, yeah, I mean, but she's like a good writer. She's very popular. She's basically kind of written... Um, you know, a romance novel with Fabio on the cover, but people are obsessed with it. Like they are obsessed with Jamie from Outlander, like had a lot of that kind of those vibes. Basically, like the covers looked like just the really, the really amazing cheesy ones with just the romantic pose of like the man Mm -hmm. holding the, the woman like in a dip or something. Um, or, you know, just they're fainting and then being caught like just the perfect, like, they're so good. Such good <laughs> book covers. Um, and Channing Tatum's character was really funny. He just was a like a pretty boy model who happened mm-hmm. to do um, a cover model job for Sandra Bullock's character. And he just kind of he can't he can't disassociate himself from being Alan, who is the name mm-hmm. of of uh the cover the cover no model. his name is alan but yeah. he was the oh, cover right. model's name was um oh what's his like name brock or something something or... with a d was a d oh uh, dash dash was dash dash dash, dash. dash. <laughs> oh this movie was so funny honestly so good so he just he truly like this is all he has going for him is is being dash and on these covers and he goes to all the tours in his wig in his long like fabio hair wig and in the costume and sandra bullock just looks at him with such disdain like it's so it's it's so good um yeah, it's it, it's kind of a grumpy sunshine too, where like Sandra oh, Bullock is totally. is the yeah. grump, and Alan is like the sunshine a little bit. Yeah, she's you know older like than him, obviously, but you know she just had like a, a whole life, and she's not really willing to let herself have any kind of adventure or get out of her house at all. Like she's kind of she's depressed because it, it's been five years since her husband died, but she just doesn't feel like she can actually enjoy her life without him. And like you said, it, it's a lot deeper than you anticipate. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's got all the, the comedic gags that you would expect. You know, she's wearing this sequin jumpsuit this entire time, which is just amazing. But it's not good for, like, being on a tropical island in. Um, and, you know, she she's just kind of glam and stuff. But it it really works with the comedy of the movie. Yeah, exactly. And um, and we have basically a cameo from Brad yes! Pitt, just um, like in it was like the reverse of um, Bullet Train because we had yes! her in Bullet Train. That's yes. true. All these people were in Bullet Train. Sandra Bullock, <laughs> <laughs> Jenny Tatum. 
and yes. Brad Pitt. Oh my god. What they the must fuck? have filmed them like really around the same time because it just was so clear like they just were all they're all friends so they wanted to be in each other's movies. Yeah. So a part of the story as well is um Sandra Bullock's character is kind of having a, a writer's block. She didn't know how to, or she, she's losing interest in writing her stories. Um, mm-hmm. And so she has a hard time ending one of her books. And so she kind of just gives up and ends it. And then she goes on the tour for the book, obviously after it releases. And that's when we meet, we meet Daniel Radcliffe's character, which. Oh, he's, he's so funny. I totally agree. I he was so him. good. He was so like, he, he didn't he like he didn't give off like murderer vibes but you know he was trying to be intimidating and he's definitely crazy um Mm -hmm. but he just is doing these sinister things just like in the most polite way like he's like he's like oh can i can i give you a ride somewhere oh here's a charcuterie board or like (laughs) and it's like a charcuterie like table like this giant three tables full of charcuterie that fly in her face when the plane opens and the plane (laughs) <laughs> the plane hanger opens and the and the plane engines start and this the ham and the salami is just fucking flying everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It was it was really silly. Honestly, I just love that Daniel Radcliffe is just he loves to play these kooky, silly characters now. Like this man like truly does not need to work another day in his life, but he like he just wants to be he wants to do roles that are fun for him, you know, and you can tell Yeah that this was definitely one of them. And it was a fun role for everybody in the movie. Like, it just seemed like everybody wanted to be there and it was very silly and fun. Yeah, and so when Alan when Alan hears that, you know, uh, what is her name? I just keep saying Sandra Bullock's character. <laughs> it's um, Loretta, Loretta Sage. Yes. Um, when Alan finds out that Loretta is kidnapped, he he calls up his his friend who he goes on meditating retreats with. Like that's that's yeah. how he knows Brad Pitt. Um, yeah, who used to be in the military or something. Like he's like special forces. He's he's something. He's something else. Um, and he was basically like the real life um, Dash. Basically, he had the long blonde hair. And he looked like a true adventurer, like a sexy just adventurer. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it but was, it was just a wig. <laughs> yeah, it was also just a wig. But, like, he just looked so badass. Um, and, oh my god, I just, this movie but is he, so So, as fun. predictable, like, he gets shot, like, when they go and get her, and she's stuck in the chair, and they have to carry her out of the chair instead of like clipping her out of the chair. They like shove it in this tiny little car and it, he's driving around with her in this thing. And it's just like, it's just so silly. She like can't get out of this chair. And she's like in it for like half of this whole entire scene. Actually, Brad, <laughs> Brad, Pitt's, Brad Pitt getting shot was very shocking. I did not it, see yeah. it coming. Oh my gosh. And so Alan has to be the hero. Alan just wants to be the hero because he wants to impress Loretta. You know, he likes her. Because he's in love with her. Because he's, he's like in love totally, with her. He's totally in love with her. And, and it's really clear from the very beginning that he's in love with her. Um, but she's not willing to accept it. So it is very much like your grumpy sunshine, like you were saying. One person's pining after the other one, trying to prove that they would be a good match for them. And, yeah, you know, just... it's just very cute that it's the guy going after the girl. 
And yeah. you could really tell that this was written by, you know, people who do want to see that, like, it's like a rom-com, but like a more developed one. Like it doesn't have that, the same problems that a normal rom-com has, you know? Yeah, definitely. It's, it was, it, it could have had a bit more romance. Like by the end, yeah, I didn't really care if Loretta and Alan got together. It was, mm -hmm. it just was a part of it. I mean, I was mostly interested in, um, basically the Indiana Jones part where once yes. Loretta, so Daniel Radcliffe's character kidnaps her so that she can read this, this, uh, segment of a tapestry that he has and there's like symbols on it that she should be able to to um what's it called translate mm -hmm. and she figures it out and she steals it because she wants to go find the lost city um and kind of not not avenge her husband but you know like like finish kind of what her and her husband started mm -hmm. um go and and well, it's find like treasure hunting the tomb. it's exciting yeah, yeah, it's really exciting. And um I'm not really sure where I was going with this. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but like I like the Indiana, the Indiana Jones parts of it. Like the, the all the shenanigans in the jungle were really funny with the leeches. Yeah, with the leeches. The... Oh, she has like pulled the leeches off her off of her butt and then he turns around and she can see his his penis and then she's just like, "Wow, you know, you really think about what it's going to be like when you see something." And it's just like right here. It's just right there. She just like went on about it. Oh. And he's like, "Am I good?" She's like, "Oh yeah, you're good." Oh yeah, yeah. It was just like so silly. It was There's like a volcano so on this island and it's like threatening to ruin this temple of lovers and you know they also put in a lot of like commentary about you know the fact that Jenny Radcliffe's like this really rich white billionaire and he's like you know kind of imposing and colonizing this island a little bit more and taking over with his money and the, one of the guys who works for him he like treats him like shit and it's just like so clear that he's gonna turn to the, the good side in the end because you know, he's he's being oppressed by this horrible guy. And, you know, they didn't really, like, stray away from that whole um, aspect of these adventure movies and, like, white people coming onto islands full of indigenous people. You know what I mean? Right, because just people coming in to, to another um, culture's land and, and taking their artifacts is is in fact stealing so it's mm -hmm. just it's not good and yeah daniel radcliffe just would treat all of his his people terribly and so of course they were going to turn on him <laughs> in the end um yeah. and even the little side adventure that her publicist uh oh, goes on trying so to get funny. her <laughs> to come find her she like comes yes. across this pilot who has a cargo plane or something and yes. she's just like it's it's so funny all the different stories kind of happening and then they all kind of come together at the end. Um, it was it was very well thought out. It was really good. Yeah, good writing. One of the writers, um, Dana Fox, also wrote Cruella. So oh, that's, and okay. that was really good as well. Um, yeah, it was we three liked that. three writers: uh, Oren Utzel and 
Dana Fox and Adam Nee. And then I also read that um, Sandra Bullock wanted to make this movie. Uh, she was approached to be a producer and she was like, okay, I'll, I'll be in this. I'll make this movie if you, you know, kind of get, we, we need to get butts back in seats in theaters that are just for women. You know, we we're missing that, you know, um, kind of rom-com thing that brings, um, older women into the theaters. And honestly, Sandra Bullock, who's 58, is always going to get people like you and me and people who are older than us, our butts in those seats. Like, truly, she is fantastic. And it's just great to see her come back into the theaters. This was her 50th movie. What? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Sandra, so you're, you're kind of you're oh. kind of blocking out sometimes. I can't really hear your reaction sometimes. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I had to resort back to my old AirPods, um, so hopefully that's not the reason. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Because my other ones are broken. Um, but yeah, no, Sandra is, she's an icon. <laughs> she she really is. is. She's, she's real good. She's real good. Um, Can't believe see. it. She's, she's just fantastic. Um, should we, I'm just going to go to a little bit of the trivia. Okay. Um, Ryan Reynolds was originally sought after for the lead male role, marking this a reunion with Sandra Bullock after the proposal, but a deal couldn't be reached and Channing Tatum was cast. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Would have changed it for sure. Yeah. That would have been very, very different. Would have felt very different. And Ryan Reynolds was also in Bullet Train. (laughs) He was. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so silly. Uh, let's see. Um, the scene with Sandra the chair Bullock and the wheelbarrow was filmed in one take. Oh my god, that was so funny! I mean, that makes sense because there was a blow up behind them, so they had to they had to get it right the first time. The premise for this um, film is very similar to *Romancing the Stone* from 1984. Yes, the that is also about a writer, and she re- referenced that in this interview I read with her. Ooh, <laughs> this movie poster is so good. Oh, we have to, we have <gasps> to watch this. It's got Danny DeVito. No, not Danny DeVito. Yes, but yes, Danny Kathleen- DeVito. Kathleen Turner and Michael Douglas. There, this is the, the concept for it. We we definitely have to watch it. Oh my gosh! Yes, we do. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <gasps> yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. What else? Um. <laughs> the, the movie was originally called "The Lost City of D," but the D yeah. was later dropped. That was funny. <laughs> yes. And they and they kind of made a or her book, her book series in the movie is called Lost City of D, right? Yes. And they make the joke about the D being dick. There is a little reference here to the fact that Uncharted and this movie premiered within a month of each other, um, and that's why we're talking about it as well. It is also a a jungle uh, adventure movie. Sure is. 
Okay. Um, I think that's it for trivia for now. What are All the right, plot keywords? Plot keywords. Oops. Oh, there we go. Uh, we've got reclusive writer, writer, book tour, kidnapping, leech. There you go. <laughs> that leech scene. I mean, there you so go. Silly. I really sure. did enjoy this movie. Um, so they've got a 60 meta score with 30 positive reviews, 21 mixed reviews, and two negative reviews. Okay. Not too bad. Yeah. The highest is a 91 from Consequence. They always get hey. pretty high. Yeah. All right. I will go down to the lowest. So let's see. We've got two 25s. Um, the San Francisco Chronicle said, filmmakers can't depend on funny actors to go out there cold and bring back laughs. They have to be given funny things to do. I mean, this situation in itself was funny. Goodness. <laughs> it's situational humor. Goodness gracious. Um, I'm going to read the Vulture one. 50, it says, The Lost City isn't terrible, just aggressively mediocre. It is the kind of movie you put on in the background after coming across it on TBS while you fold laundry on a Sunday afternoon. Well... If anything, The Lost City makes evident not lack of stars, but a persistent inability on the part of the contemporary Hollywood to know what to do with them. Oh, no. I mean, that was harsh, but I could definitely see myself putting this movie on while I'm doing something else. <laughs> oh, definitely. And another, the Wall Street Journal says that they, they lack on-screen chemistry. And Which I get, yeah. I, like, I basically said that. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you just said. And like, truly, I didn't think this movie was perfect, but I think, that, again, we are the perfect um, demographic to enjoy this movie. <laughs> You know, for like, sure. And I don't think this movie was trying to be anything more than what it was. I think it was just supposed to be cute no. and adventure and fun and, you know, romance, but silly and like, but yeah. also, you know, maybe some people can connect with Sandra Bullock in a way. Yeah, it uh, it definitely wasn't trying too hard. And because of that, it it ended up being better than I thought it was going to be. Um, did you yeah. want to read the the highest one, the 91, or me? Oh, you can read it. Okay. So, like you said, Consequence gave it a 91. Directors Adam and Aaron Nee managed to find just the right balance between action, comedy, and romance to make all three work harmoniously together while playing with a team of all-stars who make the material sing. Okay. That's High praise. Cute. Yeah. High praise. Thank you, Liz. Um, Thank you. All right, should we take a break now? Let's take a break before we get to Uncharted. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, we're back. All right. Um, Jarted. Okay, now this is a decidedly much worse movie, in my opinion. <laughs> I I was watching oh, this movie, and no. I just could, I literally just could not stop thinking to myself, this movie has, like, no substance at all. It just felt like I was watching, a, like, a simulation of a movie. <laughs> this, Alessandra, this movie was a movie. <laughs> Just, it was um, very bad, in my opinion. But, so you know, I, I, it took me a lot longer to watch this movie than it than it needed to. Like, I, I put on this movie oh, to same. watch it for the podcast. Um, I was doing something else as it started, so I had to pause it because and finish what I was doing before I could because I was not paying attention. I was not giving it my full attention. Um, and Dude, again, and nor. Same. And nor did I want to. It was hard to give this movie my... F- I wanted to do literally anything else but watch this movie. <laughs> uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And that's so sad because I've... Okay, so I thought that my... Um, I've played Uncharted 4, uh, Thieves, Thieves End or something, or Thieves something. Um, it came with my PlayStation when I bought it. And I heard the Uncharted oh. video, video games were really good. Um and so I played the fourth one. So I, I'm guessing since Nathan Drake is a lot younger in this, this is probably one of the first or maybe even a prequel to the video games. Because I thought that the Nathan Drake character was always kind of on the older side starting. Well, not older, but like, you know, around around like young Indiana Jones age, you know, because um, I know by the fourth video game he's married. Um, so I, I'm, okay. I'm unsure where in the timeline this movie fits, um, if it okay. does even fit in the timeline, but I didn't like it. <laughs> I really, what is, I what? really did it. I really, did. yeah, I also did something in the middle of this and it was, it was too long. Um, I, I ended up buying a, um, like a, something off of Facebook marketplace with, in the middle of this movie where I saw it on Facebook I bought it within the hour and it came like somebody dropped it off and I, I mean, I like had to go back to watching this movie and I was just like, where is this going? Why why are you watching this? And then, so, I mean, (sighs) I, so Tom Holland's like, it starts off like as him and his brother, like trying to rob a museum to get this map and like, Apparently no, it brother... starts with Tom Holland being attached to like a crate outside of a plane. Oh, like, he's sure. Up in the yeah. sky, he opens he, his eyes because he got knocked out or something, flying. and he's 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 attached to a plane but falling. Um, <laughs> and that's how this movie starts. And then we kind of get a little bit of a scene where he's trying to climb back up to the plane where he gets hit by a car, and then it cuts. 
to... <laughs> so, so I was watching this with my roommate, and it said, like, 10 years earlier or something, right? That was the, that was yeah. the, the, the jump, the time jump. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and my roommate immediately says, like, what do you mean 10 years? Tom Holland's already 10. This is the 10. This, Tom Holland is the 10 years ago actor. <laughs> like, what, oh, what are you talking about? Tom Holland's the same. There's no need to have this other actor, this other kid actor. It was so hard <laughs> to imagine Tom Holland as as anyone other than high school age Peter Parker. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> like this yeah. this Tom Holland's character in this was just was just um treasure hunter Peter Parker who fucks. Like that's it. That's all it is. Like I But couldn't... he didn't actually sleep with the girl. Like No. They just slept he just... in the same bed. <laughs> he did it. No, they, but that but that was they, the vibe he was giving off. Like that was oh, the yeah. no, like, oh, I'm so cool. Like what I it just, oh, God. I don't know. It was giving me the ick. I couldn't. I couldn't. <laughs> Tom Holland is is a full adult, so I don't want to be like he. To me, he he does have the Peter Parker vibes, but that's what I like about him. You know, I feel like he doesn't need to be hunky to be an action star, and that's not you know not to fault him. He's fantastic. He's just really you know he's good at jumping he's good at ballet like he it really it just works with him but i think that with with mark Wahlberg, the two of them just like had no chemistry really and so it was just like kind of not that interesting like they kind of look similar in a lot of ways he's just a lot older than him mark Wahlberg. but yeah when i first just felt like all these actors all these backgrounds had absolutely no nothing behind it It was like emptiness (laughs) Yeah, when I first watched the trailer, I thought that that Mark Wahlberg, which I immediately I, I knew didn't make sense because Mark Wahlberg's character was too old, was that was that Mark Wahlberg was his was his brother, was Sam, but he's oh, not. No. We find out we find out who it was just so weird because I only have the reference of the fourth video game to go off of. So like but nothing tied it together. Like other than the characters' names, like Nathan Drake, um, and recognizing the guy who plays Nathan Drake when they um he was he had a cameo on this movie. Um he was yes, that guy I sitting in the chair on the beach. Yeah. Um, yeah, I figured I figured that was him because he, he said like a whole line about like, oh I like, did oh, that. Oh, that happened to me once. Like, like so, this guy was clearly in the video game. <laughs> so that makes me think that 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 the some of the stuff that happens in this movie does happen in a video game because I it it definitely could happen. Like the the ships the ships being picked up by the helicopters was pretty cool, and I could definitely see that happening in in one of these video games. Um, yeah, it's it's one eyed Willie's ship. Yeah, I felt when they when they came across the two ships in that in in that cave, I was like, "It's yeah. the Goonies." I literally said to Danny, "It's one eyed Willie," and then Danny looked at me and he's like, "I literally it was gonna come out of my mouth like as soon as you said it." Honestly, the best oh. character in this movie was Mark Wahlberg's character. Like Sully was the most enjoyable. Like I, I love Tom Holland. He he's a great actor. It was just weird watching him in this movie. But Nathan Drake was also boring. Like he wasn't he wasn't he wasn't yeah. interesting. I don't he just fell flat. He fell flat. And you know, the screenplay really fell flat. It just did not have did. any depth and and the editing and the, everything did not lend to it. It just felt like we didn't have that kind of sense of adventure that we wanted to have. Like, 
Comparing no. it to other adventure movies, of course, Indiana Jones, or even like National Treasure. You've got a lot of like interesting mystery that makes you really want to continue watching it. That even though it's cheesy, it's got some some kind of heart to it that makes it interesting, intriguing. It's truly not like that in this movie. You, you don't you don't care where they're going next. You don't know what's gonna happen to them, and then you're like Who's this girl? Who are these people? Why should we care about them? Okay, these people are clearly bad and they have no shades. They're just bad, <laughs> you know. Yes. And and I and I hate to say this, but the girl who plays Joe, she's also in the Sabrina the teenage oh. witch series on Netflix. She's yeah. not she's not a very good actress. <laughs> No, like no. she has, like she she had a really cool look, a really cool vibe, and you know she she makes a great looking villain, but she just I don't know she acts the same exact way in the Sabrina show. She just she talks like just super sensually, and yeah. just the way she moves is just very sensual, and that's and that's fine. But it's just I didn't care. I also didn't even care about Antonio Banderas's character. Nope. Nope. Like, didn't care. Didn't care. <laughs> no. There there Did, was, like, no... Didn't care about any of these people. You know, there, Except there for Mark Wahlberg. There <laughs> wasn't enough spy shit going on. There wasn't enough, No, except like... for Mark Wahlberg's cat. <laughs> yeah. Only character I cared about. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, like, we're supposed to not trust Victor in a lot of ways because, like, Nathan Drake doesn't really trust him. Every, like Chloe tells him not to trust him. I'm like, why do you trust, trust Chloe? Like, why does anybody trust anybody in this? We have no like actual like reason. Nathan was too trustworthy of everyone. Like, <laughs> it's just everyone's an asshole. Everyone's an asshole. It's so true. I just... of course, of course, in the end, he could only he could only trust Sully. And I knew this because I know that in the fourth Uncharted video game, they they have been working together obviously throughout all of the video games by that point so like they had developed a rapport but mm -hmm. i guess it was just this very bumpy start of because he was withholding information um from him about his brother you know whether he was dead or not or whether he was alive um yeah. nathan finds out that his brother's dead but then in the end spoiler alert <laughs> He might be alive, or he he, he was he was writing him a postcard, so he's mm -hmm. alive. And I knew this because he's in the fourth video game, so so that I knew was he wasn't annoying, dead. Annoying bit was like, <laughs> you know, he's going through all these postcards, and then he has to try and figure out how to find the specific thing on the map. So then he goes to one postcard that gives him the answer instead of putting all of them together and letting us go along with him and figure it out. It's like, no, he'll just get it from one postcard. It just it just felt like it was so cheap. Yeah, it's like, why not test all the postcards? Because, yeah, he had, like a, like, a whole stack of them. Yeah, um, and... Uh, uh, as as he bad. was looking at them, I knew that one of them was going to have a clue in it. I, I was like, oh, the, there's a clue in there from his brother. <sighs> yeah. yeah. But it was a but, dumb answer. What, what with was like the, the two again? crosses and then trying to get oh. him to point it in the right direction and it just is like really yeah i mean i will say um the video games are very fun so if anyone sure. has 
has has has a chance to play the video. They're very fun. It's like don't don't just because this movie was shit doesn't mean you shouldn't you shouldn't give the video games a chance. And there actually there was a little reference to to Naughty Dog. There was a there was a, a sticker or something of Naughty Dog mm-hmm. on that. That's the production company of the video game. Um, uh, somewhere it was like on a it was on a briefcase or something or a, or some suitcase. Um, my roommate pointed it out to me because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just, uh... I, I felt like I missed a lot in this movie, but I understand what happened, and I'm never gonna rewatch this movie, but I just feel like I just was cutting in and out a lot to where I, I feel like I, I missed something. Like, I, I was like, was... Was this a decent movie? No, it wasn't. It wasn't. No, it, it was, was not. It was not. It was truly not that deep. It was it was just not there was no, nothing interesting about this movie. I'm sorry. I just truly it was like to me like that other the, the mummy that came out with Tom Cruise. That that one also I cannot tell you what happened in that movie. I truly I saw it. I don't remember what happened. It, it was so unmemorable to me. There's there's no there's no memories that I can recall other than the girl in the movie. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Also the well, line where Mark Wahlberg is like, you're young to be a bartender was not in the movie. Wasn't in the movie. Oh, for, from the trailer. Yes. Okay. They yeah. cut it out. <laughs> they, they took it out. Well, yeah, because Tom Holland looks like a baby. <laughs> It's just, I don't that's know. just a low, that's just like low hanging fruit. Like why even, it's like, don't even say it. Just, just move on. <laughs> I know that that's why they cut it. They're like, you know, we don't need to point out more that Tom Holland's a child. <laughs> he probably hates that. Like he's an adult. Like tr- no lie. Like he's, he's 26 years old. It's not like he's, he's not a baby. Like there have been so many actors that have been his age that, you know, are playing like, you know, they've been around for so long and they're, they're playing hunks and shit. Like, I truly think that Tom Holland is, is good in this role and he's completely fine. It's just the, it's just the, the it just wasn't good. It just wasn't well edited. It wasn't well written. He was, <laughs> he, he was great for what he was given, which wasn't much. And uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's nothing against him. I personally, this is my least favorite role that he's been in. Yeah. Um, but not because of any fault of his own. Um. Yeah, I, I'd like to see, you know, he, he's doing a lot of action movies. He's doing a lot of things where, obviously, he's using his body because he's really strong. Um, and that's kind of the time of his life right now. But I would like to see him and you know, even even that one we watched with, like, the, the South. And it was like, he was, what was it called again? With Robert Pattinson? Um Oh, I didn't really like that movie very much, but at least he um, kind of had a the devil all the time. Yes, the devil all the time. Yes, I liked oh, his. He, role he was in also that, in Cherry. Were we supposed to try and watch Cherry? Yeah, I, I guess it was. It's on. It's an Apple TV Plus movie, right? I'm probably not going to watch it. I'm just. I'm truly just excited for him to get into a movie that will really show off his good acting skills, similar to when he was in The Impossible as a kid. He truly was, I watched that movie, he is fantastic. I think he was like 
12 when he made that movie. And I mean, unbelievable child actor, just incredible, of course. And he, you know, something like that would be good for him again. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he'll, he'll definitely, he'll definitely get his shot. I feel like he's getting a little typecasted for like action movies right now, but yeah, I think he'll, yeah. I, I think he'll, he, like, he definitely, he hasn't peaked just because he's played Peter Parker. Like, there's definitely more for Tom Holland to do. And he, it, and he's really great. So he will have, he will have his shot. I think, you know what I think they should do? I mean, this is just, this is just me spip on here. Because he's going so far in one direction, he's trying to be the action dude. When he, to be honest, like you said, he looks like a child. So you, like, don't want him to, you know, you can't really see it other than he's, like, a really good action star. I want him to have a like more like a more like a less gruff appearance like don't go in one direction don't go with like the hyper masculine or like hyper gruff like go with the feminine side like do something where he has to play a male ballerina or something like that's what i want to see like that's what i think he would be shining in and in a role like that you know yeah yeah Anyway, I'm not I'm not going to give him advice about what to do, but cuz I have no say in the game, but I just think that, you know, flying ships hanging from helicopters is 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 just come on, you can do better. You can. You can. And you will. Um I'm looking at the trivia. There's some interesting stuff here. So this so I had never noticed this before I, and and it makes sense because this is the first time I've seen it, but it's the film the film is the first feature production of Sony's PlayStation Productions. So like mm. I saw they had that really yes. cool um um ad or whatever for all the different Sony games like I saw Horizon Zero Dawn in there um and whatever so that was so that was cool and, and I was like oh and I was like that's cool and I don't know my roommate made it sound like they had seen this before but like I'm pretty sure like I was like I'd never seen this before but I'd also yeah, never seen a, another movie that kind of what that was a a video game like in in this instance, I thought that I thought that maybe mm. Assassin's Creed that's a video game that was made into a movie. Yes, but I don't know it if was. that would have had the Sony PlayStation productions at the beginning of it because I don't know if it's actually a Sony game or a PlayStation. I don't think game. it is. It's a pl- it's it's on so. PlayStation, but yeah, yeah it's available on PlayStation, it but it doesn't mean like PlayStation made it. Whatever, I don't know. Um, and this one was Zachary interesting, so... Levi wanted to play the part of Nathan Drake if Tom Holland didn't work out. <laughs> what the heck? Do- what? Zach- Zachary Levi? Very different, again. What? <laughs> Way too old. He can't, yeah. Him and him and Mark Wahlberg are too, are too close. Like, Sully is supposed to be a lot older than, than mm. Nathan and Sam Drake, so that wouldn't have worked, um... So what were you gonna at say? Uh, one of the one of the trivia's um, at an hour and twenty nine minutes, there's a brief reshoot insert where Nathan and Sully are talking in the hull of the ship. It was shot against a green screen while the rest of the scene was shot on location. Mark Wahlberg had gained weight for another movie, so for twenty five seconds or so in the <gasps> shot, he's actually twenty five pounds or so heavier than the oh, no. rest of the scene slash film. <laughs> Oh my god. Right? What shot is it? I have to know. 
Oh no. Let's see. I have no idea. I, I don't know how to even look for this. Are you there, Emily? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry, what? You're ready to look up what? I, I just can't hear you sometimes. Like, I think I, I'm pretty much hearing half of what you're saying. <laughs> okay, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to disconnect Unpair. these because they're all, they're all so dying. Also, hold okay. On. Are you there? Okay, let's, let's see. Um... Are you going to try to find a picture? What are you doing? Oh, yeah, I'm trying to find a picture. <laughs> Okay. I'm gonna look I don't at think I'm going to other... be able to. Uh, I'm trying to see if there's any other interesting uh, trivia. Let's see. Uh, okay. I just, I don't know what else to say about this movie. I truly just thought it was <laughs> just not interesting. Like, I, I get the concept, but it could have been better. It just, it just. I bet it's a lot better when you play it in the video game. Yeah, I've actually wanted, wanted to play the other game. I think they have a, a collection now of all four video games um, that you can buy now, like a, like a bundle. And I've wanted to, and I've wanted to play all of them because I hear they're all pretty good. I'm yeah, um, like what is, the concept to me is very exciting. It's treasure hunting, like. Of course, that is going to be fun. You know, it's like mingled with being a spy. It's like got some historic stuff in it. But it's just like, to me, it just... Oh, this is cute. The movie took some inspiration from Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, which is Tom Holland's favorite video game in the series. The, the fourth <laughs> one is is very good. Um... So this movie got a 45 meta score. It got seven positive reviews. 33 mixed reviews and four negative reviews. Oh, I don't remember this. The two ships in the cave and the auction heist came directly from Uncharted. It's, well, it's been a while since I played the game, so I probably don't remember anything about it. Um, that came from, from the fourth video game, the one I played. <laughs> mm -hmm. But that, okay. The video game is really long, and a lot of things happen in it. Like this, I feel like this movie tried to try to condense it, because, yeah, the video game feels like it never ends. Um, <laughs> and you just keep traveling or doing missions or doing this and well, that. that's like fun. On forever. It's fun, and it gives you a lot of a lot of uh, gameplay, which is great. But, yeah, I'm definitely going to forget a lot of what happens in the video game, obviously. Because there's just so much that happens. Um, there's some great uh, reviews here, dude. It's... All right. I'm going to go... It's pretty clear about the way that people feel about this is exactly what I was trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. Only four negative reviews. I feel like there would have been more. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm going to go down to the bottom. Let's see. What do we got? Okay. So the lowest we have is 30. We got two 30s here. Um, oh, I don't know which one I want to read. Oh, <laughs> Okay, I'm going to read. The Wall Street Journal gave it a 30. Um, 
If less is more, Uncharted must be a masterpiece. It's bloodless, heartless, joyless, sexless, and, with one exception, charmless. The exception is Tom Holland, but what's he doing in a slapdash action-adventure adapted from a video game? Making money, of course. Gamers will flock. (laughs) Oh, God. uh, No, I'm sure he had a good time, like... Tom just, I'm you know, sure of course he he's did. making money, but like, he also loves doing stunts. He, he's a, he loves to act like he'll, he'll do stuff, you know, but okay. I'm going to read the 40 from the telegraph. It says every frame is so obviously green screened, airbrush and otherwise climate controlled that it unfolds without a squeak of peril. The stakes couldn't have felt lower if an extra life counter were sitting on the corner of the screen. <laughs> As for the script, you could almost hear the words, it needs to be funnier, written in capital letters in the margins, at least once per scene. I know, like, the scenes that were, the lines that were supposed to be funny were just so cringy. I just, I don't, I don't know. It was so, it gave me the ick, dude. Like, I couldn't. (laughs) The enemy one says the main problem is that none of these characters are ever fleshed out enough to make you invest in them. Exactly. And it's exactly. Like, it's it's lacks of stakes, genuine peril. Uncharted is joyless and has little to no personality. <laughs> I just I oh wow. So two places gave it a seventy five. Consequence. What are yep. you? Do- <laughs> what are you doing? Oh goodness. All right, I'm gonna read it. Um, okay. So Consequence gave it a 75, uh, while Uncharted will never be a classic on par with Spielberg's original swashbuckling adventure, it does it does no dishonor to that tradition, and even manages to deliver a few unique thrills. I mean... <sighs> what? Like, flying out of a plane and trying to get back up the plane? It makes no sense, like... I know what happens. What happens in this movie that that hasn't already been done in a video game or another movie? Like I don't, I no, no, <laughs> no. I don't agree. I just feel like it needed a. Like, I don't know. Like it wasn't exactly <laughs> interesting because there was no depth to it in any sense of the word. We didn't even get. They they went to so many places and we didn't even get like any kind of like culture in this movie. We didn't get to. We didn't really feel, you know, enveloped in one place or another or that like this is what it's like on the ground in Madrid or wherever, Barcelona, where where they were, you know, like I. Yeah, we we, we were there for like and we and we and we had so many different sets in in these places, but still it just felt like we were nowhere like it just. I don't know. Even in the Lost City, they had a little town full of people that had a kind of a cute little atmosphere. Yeah, that... they were dancing and yeah. and they were having a good time. Like they go to a club at one point in in Uncharted, but it's just like okay, and next I don't know. <laughs> the, the that was a cool part, I guess, when they were going underground into like the catacomb and then they like opened it up and it was a club and then they had to go behind the bar to get through like okay that was kind of cute <laughs> yeah finding all the keyholes and and you yeah, know nathan but they being didn't like make sully any sense. 
it was just like it was like do no... something like i don't know the coolest part was the flying ships that was that was the coolest part honestly to All me right. okay. um that was that was really it i i really disliked much of everything else in this movie have heavy dislike all right heavy dislike heavy i love you tom i I love you i love you dear you're 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 a, you're a good little lad <laughs> um all right do anything else oh we plot keywords right did i do that wait did i say the plot keywords no 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 i'm sorry no okay here we go uh, based on video game, hero, treasure, action hero, island. There you go. There you go. That's there it. You go. <laughs> there you go. Take it or leave it. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just taking the game. <laughs> I'm, I'm losing interest <laughs> right now. Um, okay. <laughs> any, other, any other lasting comments on Uncharted or the Lost City of Dick? Oh, God. No. All right. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. We are also on Amazon Music, Spotify, and Acast. Um, please follow our social media. We have Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. Just search All By The Popcorn or All By The Popcorn Podcast. Sorry if you can hear screaming outside my window. I think there are some kids. There are some kids playing outside. (laughs) They are just having a good time. Um, If you want to email us, please email us at allbythepopcornpodcast at gmail.com. And we also have merch. So please check that out. But thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.